With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. G'day, it's Ben Davis. Thanks for catching up on Mornings here on SENQ. But you know what? You can also catch up some great content with other SEN shows, such as Brecky with Patty and Heels, The Captain's Run with Cameron Smith and Denon Kemp, all on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. But until then, sit back and enjoy and make sure you tell your mates. Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. This is Mornings with Ben Davis on SENQ. Yeah, nice work, Slam and Sam. Rolling out the boss. Born in the USA, flag football is coming to the Olympics in 2028. What is flag football? Who will be playing it for Australia? Do Australians even play it? We'll find out very shortly. We'll speak to the boss of the well, NFL, Gridiron Australia, very, very shortly. Um, just, just on the text, this one's come through. Uh, ben, tongue-in-cheek, but my first flag football recruitment target would be Clive Palmer's nephew. <laughs> time and time again, proven the most evasive person in Australia. Oh, outstanding stuff. That they is think it amazing. <laughs> definitely going into the draw for the could be clubhouse leader for the for the dinner and drinks on us at the Lord Alfred. Uh, hotel. Be- before we get to Wade Kelly, who's the CEO of uh, Gridiron Australia, I-, I do want to go to the open lines because Dave's uh, phoned in about the spirits of cricket. Dave, good morning to you. Good morning, Ben. How are you this morning? Uh, all the better for talking to you. When I mentioned the phrase spirit of cricket, what jumps into my into your mind? Oh, look, very much a, a situation that uh, yeah, definitely play hard on the field, but um, taking um, Taking that in consideration, leave the, the heat of the battle on the uh, on the field itself, and uh, be prepared to socialise when you come off the field with the opposition. Uh, look, I was really upset with what happened at the end of the Ashes series. Uh, there was obviously a lot of um, uh, heated battles on the field, yeah. and then at the end of the series, what do the Poms end up doing? Yeah, we won't turn up for the drink. We'll go. We'll go and drink on our own. That's not in the spirit of the game, is it? No. Is there room for it in the world of cutthroat professional sport? That's the big question this morning. Dave, appreciate your call. 13 13 55 0467 736 736. All right. Professional sport. Actually, is it a professional sport? We'll find out. There's so many questions around flag football uh, in the wake of the last 24 hours since it was announced as part of one of six new sports coming to LA 2028. We know cricket's going to be in there. Fantastic. But is just this a token gesture to put the Americans on side or is there some legitimate ground and moving forward outside of LA, 
is it going to look like? What's it going to look like in an Olympic space? We thought the best person to talk to would be the boss of Gridiron Australia, who has some skin in the game as far as being a pro athlete in the past. He's been part of the Broncos setup. The North Sydney Bears, thank you very much, even played rugby at Randwick down in Sydney. I speak none other than Wade Kelly. Wade, very good morning to you. Thanks for coming on board today. I reckon you'll find to be ringing off the hook over the last 24 hours to explain flag football to Australians. I've just had Clive Palmer on, Ben. He's just ringing. <laughs> yeah, nice. Well, touche. Well done. What's his, I'm trying to think of what his nephew's name was. I can't remember, but, but we can't find him anyway. Um, Wade, step us through. Uh, flag football. I've been calling it touch football or Oztag for gridiron. Is that simplifying it? Am I out of touch here? Explain to us what it is. Yeah, it's probably upside down. Uh, it's to be fair. Oztag was spawned out of um, flag football. So flag football has got 20 million participants. Oztag's got about 150,000, I think. So a little bit the other way around. All right. So what about in Australia, though? This is what I want to knuckle down on. Uh, how many participants in Australia? How big a sport is it in this country? Yeah, look, it's just kicked off. So um, from grassroots right up through to our senior teams, we've actually got two senior teams, uh, Australian teams, our men's and women's, going over to Malaysia on Saturday for the Intercontinental Cup, where they'll play against Japan, uh, New Zealand, Thailand, Indonesia, Kuwait. Um, Malaysia themselves, the Philippines will be there. Um, so it's, it's, it's just kicking off, but obviously the, in the last 48 hours, it's gone a bit nuts with attention on uh, on what it's all about, which is great. Okay. How competitive would an Australian team look like? I know we've got some time to progress towards 28, but um, what is and how, how does that shape up and, and how do we become competitive in the world of flag football? Look, it's, we've probably got a flying start, to be honest, Randy. With, with our athletes across all our sports, when you look at the conversion rates, and our high-performance team has been working on this for a while now, when we look at our athletes and how they will convert to the sport it's essentially the same as afl uh, netball and basketball with a little bit of Oztag, rugby league rugby union um thrown in so 360 sport you've got to get downfield turn around jump up catch a ball um that's that's afl that's netball that's that's basketball so with our athletes and we know that we excel in all those sports um we so it's it's exposing all those athletes to to, to flag football with a chance to go to LA and where we fully expect to be in the gold medal matches for both the men's and the women's against the US. Will you be targeting those, those sports to try and get an elite athlete who's been in a professional system in either netball, AFL and, and basketball? Yeah, 100%. Um, it, this is a high, in our high performance end of our program. We want the best players representing Australia. And if, if they're interested in flag football, if they're interested in winning the gold medal and going to LA, um, which I think is a pretty attractive proposition for, for, for everyone, particularly for those sports that don't have an Olympic pathway. Um, you know, I, I grew up as a rugby league boy, I was at the Bronx and North, and then I, I, I played 10 years at professional union. Um, in league, we didn't, we didn't have that pathway. At AFL, you don't have the Olympic opportunity. And it's something special, you know. You, you always think, you know, you see the Olympians every four years on there and they get on gold and they win that gold medal. And it's just, it's such an iconic and special thing for, and particularly for Aussies, right? Um, mm. And you're always a little bit jealous whenever the, the Olympics come around. That oh, my sport was never in that, and maybe this gives them that one chance to do it. And well, then hopefully in 2032 they can back it up and win it again in Brisbane. 
we see it a lot in in the women's program with uh, athletes jumping between uh, sevens rugby, uh, NRLW. Uh, there's been crossovers between netball and AFLW as well. So that's that 360 sport. But 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 athletes jumping across into different uh, different sports. I guess they can do that because their seasons are shorter. How would you entice? Let, let's let's put someone on, and I'm going to use a local example. Reese Walsh, no one can touch him. He's quick. He's evasive. I think he might be perfect for you for for your sport. Tell me I'm wrong. Um, but if you were to entice someone like Reese Walsh, what would it look like? How could he do rugby league and uh, flag football at the same time, or could he not do that? I, I look every you hit the nail on the head, right? It, they're a lot more fluid now, athletes, high-end athletes. And probably Sonny Bill was the one that kicked that off for the guys, mm. where he was jumping from league to union to boxing. Um, and with the girls, they, they, they're just used to it. They're, they're very much, at the moment, still in those crossovers with a lot of the curries. So each case will be different. Obviously, it's not the same one-size-fits-all for those guys uh, and girls that want to come across play flag and, and have a shot at it. So if you say Grease Walsh, and yeah, you're right, man. Like, I'm, I'm still a Bronx fan, and... Um, you know, Reese had an amazing year this year. He's a phenomenal talent. He'd be he'd be unbelievable at running back or trying to cover Tyreek Hill. Like imagine Reese Walsh trying to cover Tyreek Hill, the cheater, uh, who's already said on Twitter that he wants to play for the American team. Um, how would he play? You know, he, he's gonna he's gonna be in sort of his mid twenties by the time California rolls around. But then Brisbane will be in twenty thirty two, um, and you know, if everything goes well in twenty twenty eight, and we expect the results that we get, then we'd be pretty hard pressed to to not have defend your Olympic golds in 2032 in Brisbane. That might be more of an option for him. But, you know, some of these guys, Olympic gold medal and to play, it's in LA. You're probably playing at SoFi Stadium. I'm I'm not saying that they are going to play at SoFi Stadium. I would imagine that probably is going to be at SoFi Stadium Mm. against the US NFL Dream Team. It's a pretty tempting thing to actually put all your eggs in that basket for the year, right? And just go, I want to have a crack at winning the gold medal um, in LA or... You know, but like I said, everyone's going to be different in different cases. We've got guys that will fully commit from now um, through to 2028. You know, our Australian guys now all and girls all expect, you know, that they want to have a shot at going to 2028 as well. Imagine lining up against Patrick Mahomes. That, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Um, Wade, realistically, what would be a time frame? And again, this is high performance, it's professional sport. If there was a crossover to occur, when would that need to happen? Is it something you can pick up and be part of a system for, for six months? Would they have to give up a couple of years? What what would it look like? And again, if you're on an NRL contract that could be 800, 900, maybe even a million, what's the, the money looking like for them to do Yeah, that? look, there's a few different levels to that question. But I would say, that, look, the first thing's first, it's a really simple game. You know, I, I was... I only um, introduced the game at the end of last year when the NFL ran a competition out here for school kids up on the Gold Coast, um, which was a great event. The kids, the kids picked it up so quick. We've done a, little, a few experiments this year with some um, rugby league crossovers and AFL crossovers. It's amazing how quickly they pick it up. It's a simple game. It's, uh, it's a short field. It's 5v5. There's no big boppers out there. It's non-contact. Uh, it's essentially get down the field, get agile, get open and catch the ball. There's not a lot to it, uh, to be honest. So they, they, what we've found so far is they adapt really, really, really quickly. Um, it'd, be, it'd be interesting, this first international tournament, a lot of these guys have got um, really limited experience. They're great athletes, really limited experience in flag football themselves and see how they go up against the other nations uh, next week in, in Malaysia. 
So realistically, it could be just a, a season. They may have to sit out of, of NRL to perhaps chase that uh, Olympic Olympic dream from from what we're picking up there. Wade, we have run out of time, and I know your phone's ringing. You've got to get back to Clive and see if we can tra- <laughs> track down his nephew. If you can, if you do, I'm sure the authorities will want to talk to you too. Uh, appreciate, your, appreciate your time and stepping us through it. Uh, Wade Kelly, he's now the boss of Gridiron Australia, has had uh, a, a career as a professional athlete as well in the uh, – uh, 15 a side game and also rugby league, part of the Broncos program in 97, uh, 97, uh, 94, 95, 96 before uh, heading down to the North Sydney Bears. So who would make a good crossover athlete? Who could you see? Who would you target if you were Wade? 13, 13, 55, 0467, 736, 736.